Episode 68. I'm waiting! When I wake up, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I heave up, yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's heavering to you. But I will walk 500 miles and Good evening, Dover Enemy fans. I'm Asus, the man on the other side of the mic is EC. What's going on, Asus? Good to see you again. Nice and consistent back to back. Loving this. Feels like football is back. It's right around the corner. So very, very excited and happy to be on. We're off. We're I mean, we're back from vacation, you see. So yes, we're the working man. We're the we're the working man's podcast. We know we come in, put a lunch pill every day, every week, week in and week out. That's what we do every week. That's what we're gonna do for the rest of the season, like, except for Christmas break. So I'm gonna put everybody in there. You know, I might be taking a little little vacation <laughs> somewhere in there. But hey, I gotta you know I gotta take vacation, you see, or else the wife will divorce me. I'm with you right there. <laughs> Uh, we can make sure and uh, we'll give them a lot of love before we actually take our, our, our vacations mm-hmm. and breaks like that. But yeah, no, we're going to be coming to you thick and fast. just kind of like these games are. So very exciting. Hey, EC, I got to tell you something. I got the itch, man. And I'm talking about like a Saturday night after college, you know, the next day, next on a Sunday after a college party, I got an itch. And, I, and that needs scratching. You know what I mean? I need scratching. I need football in my life, EC. I mean, I need football in my life. And I'm not talking about this bullshit preseason. I need football in back in my life. Because I am, I'm jonesing, you see. I'm like a crackhead. I'm like Tyrone Bingham. You know what I mean? You know, where's the rock? I need the rock. And I need football back in my life. And and it's, this has been a slow week. It's been a very slow week. And it's very hard to put a podcast together with the news that's coming out of Manchester today. Varen. Where the hell is he? You see, he's gonna be he's gone. Like 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 uh like the intro says. Well, I'm waiting. Where is he? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a difficult one. I think everybody and their mom knows that he's he's ours. But I think the difficult part is you know getting the visa situated. You know, saying his goodbyes, which he's already done. There's been tons of photographs that have hit the net of him. You know, saying goodbye to all his you know old Real Madrid uh, compadre. So. We know he's coming, but I think to your point, you know, it's like we got Everton and then we got, we jump into Leeds, which I know we might talk about a little bit later on. And so you would just like to see some cohesiveness. You know, you hate to have that kind of, you know, happen mid season. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I think he can make a huge impact, but uh, you know, football, it's not just the athletic ability and the fact that this guy's got tons of skill and and tons of experience. It's about the cohesion that the, the team's going to need to have. Um, if we're going to be able to make this partnership work. So, you know, I'd like to see him and Harry this weekend, not going to happen more than likely. Um, you know, what I, what I for, 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 for see happening, excuse me, is uh, Lindelof and Harry starting that first game, you know, because at that point, Brand could probably get a full week of practice in. So I'd love to see him. I hope he's on a plane right now. You know, that then, you know, he's got to do a medical and he's got to probably quarantine and also the trash. Um, so I'd love for him to get here as quickly as possible. And this is the thing, Gisi. It's like it seems like the Jaden Central announcement happened 
I mean, obviously the Euros were there. I mean, we can't blame that, right? We can't blame that. But something like this, I mean, the deal has already been pretty much done over a week and a half, you want to say? About a week and a half? I mean, this this visa stuff, this all this you know negotiation, in my opinion, should have been done. This guy should be in camp right now. If Pop was in camp, if um, obviously Martial didn't play with the French national team, but <laughs> most of these players, these international players that are, are aren't that are in camp, that played, and our deal has been done for over over a week and a half. It just sounds like poor planning and poor and poor negotiation, pretty much. I know, obviously, the quarantine thing. Yes, fourteen days, but is he? I mean, just like you said. Um, is they had visa visa issues or whatnot. Now is he gonna have to quarantine for the fourteen oh. days? Or is, is he gonna take a test? Or I mean, what I mean, what's the future of having Varane by Leeds? Is it is it go or no go? I think it's way off. I think I think we'd be naive to to think that he would, you know, no training, no game plan situation. Yeah. I mean, you you've got a you've got a squad who, you know, came in second place last year. You know, everybody's for the most part back, you know, minus a goalkeeper, you know, man, minus some kids that are going back out on loan to throw him into the mix without a full training session, I think would be kind of reckless. I'm not saying he wouldn't be able to adapt, um, but I just think that partnership, that's something that has to kind of come together. Um, that happens in training full week, conversating, figuring out how a guy reacts to certain things, how you react to certain things. I would I would call it kind of reckless to to start him. That doesn't mean I can't get an appearance in the seventieth minute, seventy yeah. third minute um, to see him come in and it, against Leeds if if all goes well and he gets here this week. Um, but to start him, um, I think that'd be a, a mistake. So if if Ole is smart about it, and I think he is, he kind of lets him kind of get used to things, get settled in, get the family settled get his house situated, get the car that get, get everything kind of quote unquote normal. And then you go ahead and say, okay, we're looking at that next fixture full week of practice where you start, you're the guy next to Harry um, starting that, that partnership that I think can last for the next uh, three seasons, at least look at our, but easy. You have to look at, look at our, our center back room, right? Bailly is coming back at the Olympics, right? I think they got knocked out on Tuesday. No, no, when? Um, oh, don't give me the line. I'm not an Olympic uh, soccer fan at all. I want to say they got knocked out either over the weekend. R- recent, because today's Wednesday. So, yeah, Bailly out. Obviously, Bailly needs time to recover, go on vacation. Axel Twanzebe's up for transfer. I think Newcastle, I think, what is the, the top – the top club for Axel. Who do we have to back up Harry and uh, and um, Lindelof when we start the season with um, Varane that is not newly you know newly minted to the club? Are we gonna are we gonna bring up Meng- Mengi? Uh, I mean, who do I mean who do we have? Axel. I, mean, I, think, Axel, I think Axel. They're gonna they want to get the books, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I think I think what you do is you look at Eric and you, you know Eric will be fine. I mean, Eric's going to have, you know, this week to relax. He'll have next week to kind of get his body in shape and, and, and get right. Lindelof is obviously ready to roll and, and Harry's there. Yeah. So, you know, Varane will be available. I just think you've got four 
you've got four center backs there. Then you also have, like you said, Tindemingi. You can have those kids maybe come up. But I, I think we'll have four center backs that are fit and ready to go. I don't I don't think that's probably I think the only issue you're looking at right now, in my opinion, is who do you start? Do you start by if it's me, I'm starting Lindelof and McGuire just oh, yeah. because I know they know each other. So I'm I'm not I'm not concerned about strength and depth in that that aspect. I'm just I'm more concerned that Varan, you know, doesn't have the opportunity that most players are going to need to be able to figure out, you know, that partnership. It's not like he's coming in and he's playing, you know, striker. You know, this is it's a huge position. You know, I I honestly feel like it's a bigger signing than Sancho. This is something that we've needed. Um, I think you ask any United fan, you know, three positions. If you were to rank them, I think center back was probably going to be the number one for most fans. To get a player like Varane is huge. Yeah. But again, you, you throw him into the mix like that. He makes a couple of mistakes early. Confidence goes down and, and it, it doesn't start out in the right way. So, you know, I, I think he comes off the bench. I think he kind of looks at the speed, looks at the pace, looks at the players, looks mm-hmm. at the physicality, figures out, okay, I got this. I'm 20 years old. I've played big games before. I'll be fine. Um, let me get a week with Harry to kind of talk to him, figure out what he likes, what he doesn't like, you know, how he is in the air on, on corners when it, when it comes to defending them. You know, those are all things that those guys are going to have uh, to work out and start to gel. Uh, as the season goes along. So I'm not, I'm, you know, you, you, you know, Eric, he, he's, he's a wild child. He's going to be ready to roll. He's going to be fired up. Mm, I'm not worried about him. He's going to be fired up to you know, defend his spot. I mean, well, it's not going to happen. And I, yeah. and I think that's the thing you look at Lindelof, you know, we talk about this all the time. What do players who come into the squad do to players who have already been there? And I know you're feeling things about goalkeepers, but you know, when it, when it pertains to other players like Tellez, Coming in, Shaw has probably the best season he's had since the injury. You, you know, you look at One Karen best, Trippier, yeah, center backs and I mean left backs in the world. Yeah, you, you look at Karen Trippier possibly coming in. That's going to push Aaron Wambasaka. So now you look at Lindelof, who you know again everyone in the world knows your spot's gone. Varane's taking your spot. So does he come into that Leeds game and say, "I got to show the world, not just United, but the world that yes, my spot's being taken by Varane." but I'm still top quality. So, you know, I, the way I'm looking at it is when you strengthen depth like you do, like they've done with Mason for Sancho, it's only going to make that player who was already there go, well, crap, they didn't think I was good enough because they brought somebody else in. So really, really, really excited at the center back position, not uh, not as nervous as I am uh, in, a, in other spots. No, no. I mean, we got, we got that position locked up, locked and loaded. Um, but just like you, I'm, I have my, my doubts. Um, in in getting that center back partnership, you know it's it's you know it's nice to have flubs against Brentford or um, who else will you play a Derby right or um, Queens Park Rangers right you know they can have your little mix ups your hip hiccups. Uh, you get into the league, even though our the beginning of the season is not as hard as other teams, you know it's still the Premier League. Period. You know, it's not. I mean, we had the most trouble against lower level competition. You know, and it, that's the thing. That that kind of that's the only thing that kind of uh, scares me in terms of not having that center back partnership with Harry Maguire and not getting out there right now. But you know what? It's it's one of those things. that's out of our hands, right? I mean, it's you know, it's out of United's hands. The, the visas, 
I mean, the COVID testing, you know, the, the protocols and things like that, that's out of our hands right now. Or, and so we have that, we have to do what we have to do. So, <laughs> yeah, no, he's not going to be available for Everton. Everton's on Saturday morning at <laughs> 6, 7.45, I want to say, um, Central Time here in, the, here in the States. But Yeah, 6.45. Yeah, 6.45. So, with Leeds coming in on the following Saturday, I want to say, what's the 14th, I want to say. Yeah, um, 14th, 6.30 in a while. Back-to-back 6.30 is easy. Why, why? I can't do that stuff. I'm too old, but um, I'm yeah. with you. But <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll get up. It's just things like that, you know. I just want to make sure because we want. I mean, if we want to do, if if Iran is going to possibly give United freedom up front and not have to do put two back, you know, like we're talking about Fred McTominay, right? Two defensive midfielders. That's going to take some time to gel, you know, in the midfield from the back. And it, you know it it, it 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 would behoove us, right? Behoove is a word. It would behoove us to um, have more practice time on that and, and try that and, and rely on the back four rather than relying on the back six with somebody like Varane's quality. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, and I'm, that's why I'm really interested in this Everton game because again, I think you've got to. It's got to be at least one game. I mean, last year, I complained the fact that we only had one preseason game. I don't think you can go into this pre-se- this regular season and not have at least given the starters, the Brunos of the world, the, you know, is is Mason going to play? Cavani's obviously not there yet. So, you know, we got to figure out, can we get these guys fit and ready to go? I think most people aren't that nervous because most of them are coming off either a Euro or an Olympic or a mm-hmm. Copa. Um, and so they're, they're feeling like it's okay. But again, you got to remember, most of these guys have lived their lives. It's a good solid five games um, for them to either go on a tour somewhere, you know, come back to their homeland and, and do it do it there for a couple games and then jump into the season. Um, you know, I, I'm not going to lie. Um, at Everton game, I really want to see some, some, some starters because, you know, Leeds is no, no slouch. They've actually added a couple players mm-hmm. um, to their – squad and so they're going to come in guns a blazing ready to go um it sucks that the game so early because you know i was trying to get down and, and go watch the game with a bunch of people here uh, a bunch of local oklahoma city manchester united fans but i don't know if i got 6 30 in me I, I might maybe that wolves game at 10 30 i might be able to swing that but this 6 30 business i don't know you're two percenter you see you're a two percenter you're not you're not you're not you got the true, true the United blood, like I am. I guess not. <laughs> but anyways, no, no. I'll be watching um, them. Yeah, I, get, I mean, okay. Another next question. Looking back in preseason and looking back on who we have back on the staff, right? We've there, we've we've had an influx of players that have come in. I mean, it's um, I think they're training in Scotland right now. Um, most of the players are most of the teams are back. Obviously, I think Jaden Sanchez the one not back. Uh, Edison Cavani. Um, I thought Pogba wasn't back, but uh, obviously you corrected me in, in the pre-show. But looking back on the preseason, um, what should we – okay, two aspects, players and coaches, coaching. What should we take out of the, the players' performance 
And with what Ole had, what should we take out of the coaching performance? Man, I think from the players, again, you've got to look at it and say, you know, were you able to get fit? You know, you look at players like Jesse, you know, this is a guy who's, you know, he's posting videos, he's working out, he's, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He didn't make the Euro squad, which, you know, he played great at Villa and uh, at West Ham, excuse me. And you, know, you thought he might've made that team, maybe he didn't play, but might've made that team. But what are these guys doing in the, in, in the interim if they're not making their, their clubs uh, for international play? And so going into that, you're, you're kind of looking at it saying, okay, this preseason has essentially been who are the U23s and who are the lone players who we might send out? Or who are we going to wind up keeping? That's all it's really been. Yeah. And so at this point, I'm looking at that Everton game and I'm thinking to myself, okay, they just came off of a game. I think they played uh, Spurs today or yesterday. So, you know, their players are back and they're getting fit. So I, I'm ultimately looking at it thinking to myself, I'm really looking at Ole, who, again, he's got a lot more, if you think about it, a lot more tools in his tool belt than he even had last season. This is another big spin for him. I think this is a total of 115, 120 million that he's spent. A lot of people think he's not done. A lot of people think Karen may be coming in for 40. Um, and so he may be up to close to 200 million pounds before the season uh, kicks off. So I'm not so much looking at the players. I think the players, again, most of our guys are international guys, the ones that weren't. I saw them kind of working out and doing their thing. So I'm really looking at, at Ole, year number three, new contract, 123 grand a week. What uh, what are you bringing to the table uh, from a uh, you know coaching perspective yeah. and a tactical perspective to be able to make things happen? Yeah, I think that's what he didn't do in the preseason. I don't know if he's – and you know what? I'm, I'm not going to give Ole, Ole the benefit of the doubt. He's not a master tactician, master mind maker – uh, but if you want to do a four four three, uh, the preseason with these young kids to see if you know it can work, because you're the, the way you can attack with all these young kids that we have, like Ilanga, um, you know we had Greenwood, uh, Jesse, um, God, give me some more names here, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, you talking about the young, the babies? Bears. Yeah, the babies. You know, um, Hannibal, and you know, Shorsher. I mean, I know I'm always going to mess up this dude's name. Uh, you know, every time Shola Terry, I, man. I think of every time I talk, I think of him, I think of Worcestershire sauce. You know what I mean? I'm always going to fuck up that thing. You know what I mean? It's just Shola Terry. There you go. I mean, you have. Yeah, Solitary. Bishop. Palestri, you know, Bishop. All these kids, Animal. you have, you know, you have the yeah. ability to go for, to go to more attacking mind offense, and to show. I mean, because the, the time to make mistakes is is a preseason, and nobody's gonna judge you that you lost. I mean, you lost a QPR playing a two holding midfielders. You know, it's just come on, man. You know, open it up. You know, try something new. You know, just do something different, and. Hopefully that that can project to something like to something that more first teamers want, because if you're gonna play with Varane in in with the with the holding back too, what's different than last year? Obviously, I mean, is Varane really gonna you know save? We got second, 
You know, is Ren really going to put us in first place? If you still play with the back two, if you not tried going to a four four three or four four two, I mean, that, I think that would be a wasted sign, a wasted signing, in my opinion. I don't, I don't think it would necessarily be a wasted signing. I think he can play in the system. I mean, I think if you look at the French national team, that's essentially what they're looking at with, you know, Pogba and. Uh, the Chelsea CDM uh, Conte playing that holding midfield, and then you, you got a, Mbappe on hey, the wing, see, and then they you see, you know, you know what I tell you? Striker you better front. put respect on Conte's name because that's that's the true French player right there. You better put respect on Conte's name. Well, I <laughs> I, I love Conte, but I, just, I I I just say that to say I think he fits into that system yeah. well because I feel like that's what what French play. So <laughs> I don't think he'll have an issue. I don't think it'll be a waste. I think what would wind up happening with him. Um, for me, is they're going to really be able to see uh, a center back who can play it out from the back. I think that's one thing that, for me, I love the back line, but I think he's got great enough feet to be able to make a pass where I won't feel nervous about him, somebody firing the ball into Fred, which Lindelof would do quite a bit where you're going, he's not going to be able to receive that. I think Varane understands touch. He understands how to play it out from the back. So the 4-2-3-1 is going to be fine. And I think that's Ole's preferred system. I think for me, if you do want to, if you do want to change things up again, you really have to look at your, your personnel. Um, they haven't figured out the CDM yet. In my opinion, um, that was the second part for me. Like I said, Varane, I felt like was number one. You know, I, I felt like they would have, they should have prioritized uh, CDM two. but I'm not going to get pissed off when you, you bring in Sancho, who for me, uh, his ceiling is just absolutely amazing. So, you know, I understand where you're coming from. You know, wanting to open it up, but I think you go, you, you get third place, you get second place last year. I think you just continue to build, continue to build with what you have. Um, you know, do I love it at all times? No, but it does work. It's it's proven. You know, let's just hope that uh, Rand can settle in with, you know, again that partnership with McGuire, and then also who is that holding midfielder? You know, who he you know can communicate with and figure out how they're how he's going to play off of him. Because again, if that CDM gets forward. And the number eight doesn't stay back. Well, that, now that's Varane. You know, is he getting caught up? He's a pretty quick center back. He's not Usain Bolt, but he's quicker than what we've had. Um, and so I've got confidence he can get it done. It's just let's actually see. Let's actually put it on the field and see if it actually works. No, no, yeah. Uh, and this is going to take time. And it just sucks. Like last year, we didn't have time for a preseason. Um, and then next year, we're not going to have time for a preseason either. We have the World Cup. So... Boohoo! I mean, I know all big clubs are in the same position, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use that as as a crutch. But uh, for somebody, for some, you know, for big additions like we've had, I'd really like for have some sort of preseason. But we'll see. Um, you see, like we've been talking about Everton coming up on Saturday morning. We want to see hopefully Bruno. We want to see Greenwood. The player that I want to see, and I know you're going to be shocked, you're, you're probably, you know, drop dead right now, is Anthony Martial. I, we've talked about in past pods that this probably is his biggest year. This is his best chance to reclaim the throne of two years ago. Like you, like you were, you know, you have a heart on for because you thought he was the second coming of, you know, Eric Antonov. Um, Rashford's out. 
So obviously he's gonna have to play on the left hand side. What do you think Martial's gonna do, and can he? I mean, is is he? I know because there's, there's been the reason I bring up Everton in this in this factor. There's been talks between Everton wanting Anthony Martial and, and signing him. Rafa Benitez, I don't know what the hell Rafa Benitez, Rafa Benitez is doing. He already put James on the block, selling selling him to AC Milan. And James has only been there a year. Um, so he wants Anthony Martial. So this is Anthony Martial's coming out here that he's going to prove to other teams that he's worth the money he's on. Does he do it? I mean, I think all all United fans certainly hope that he does. I think, you know, for me, you know, you, you best opportunity, huge, right? Yeah, you, you come off a huge season and you you this season, I think for me, goals goal wise was was not was not good at all. I think his overall game was was good at times. But again, I think his overall goal scoring, if you're talking about a number nine, um, you can't say that he got it done. Uh, so for me, he's got to come out and prove. Um, that Erlen Holland does not need to be in the plans. I mean, if you look around right now, you look at Kane, he's probably going to be at City. So that's going to be a wrap. You look at Mbappe, you know, he's probably going to Real Madrid. Um, you look at the fact that um, Lutaro is possibly, you know, coming to Chelsea, if not Lukaku's on the, on the map to come to Chelsea. So I think these major clubs, you know, they're signing the strikers, you know, and, and gearing up for the Erlen Holland 75 million dollar deal from Dortmund so he's he's got to be looking at things thinking to himself uh, there's a 35 year old striker who's got my spot I want it back how do I do that I got to go out there and show it so I think we're all hoping he has a great season that's obviously going to you know propel us to the next level we need all of our our forwards and all of our attacking players to have you know great seasons Um, and so I, I hope he kicks on and because like I said I feel like if he doesn't kick on this season I honestly think, and I love, I love Tony, but I honestly think they're going to look at him and say, okay, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. We're going to need you to stay up. And if you can't, we're going to have to go ahead and, and, and put you into that transfer market. And I think that's a fair move. I don't think it's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's rude. I think it's just business, um, you know, and, and I think you, you, you cut your ties. And I think with the money that you can get, um, then you can go out to the market and go get you another striker. No, I mean, I mean, if last year showed anything. Tony does not lead up front, period. And I'll argue, I'll argue that to anybody. Um, he's not a striker. He's not a number nine. He is a number eleven off the off the side, like a, like a gigs, and that's what he can do. I've always said that. I've always respected Tony's game. Coming in off the left, like I've always said, off the left, putting his right foot in the top corner or kicking it that way. Um, back to goal poacher. He's not that. If that's what, if that's what United want, want him to do, um, then sell him. But obviously United have Marcus Rashford at the same position. So what are you going to do? A mancha, a mank, you know, he's a mank through and through because Rashford's not the same thing either. Rashford is not the, the striker. Like he should be like he, everyone thinks he is Greenwood. Yes, yes. Greenwood is the second coming of Eric Cantona. I'm going to say it, and he better start popping his collar. I mean, he better sew a damn collar on his jersey so he can start popping it. But Greenwood, yes. He is the second coming of Eric Cantona. The dude is just brilliant. Um, And we need to start playing him up top. 
with you know, with the likes of Edison Gavani. Uh, but you know, Martial Rashford, you are you you your best it is attacking the goal, not poaching the goal. And what we need in the system we play is poachers, not attackers. You get what I'm saying, you see? Yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, like I said, I think if you play the number nine in the Premier League and you score 20 goals, I, I don't see how people can say that you can't. Um, but I think he that's your score, personal opinion. How score you feel about did he score 20 goals this season? What happened to you, dude? How, 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 how consistently did Martial can, can score 20 goals? Because uh, obviously Danny Ings, was Danny Ings is like, you know, like, I think he was, he was Southampton. Uh, I think he, went, he just signed with Aston Villa, you know, just today. I mean, Danny Ings is a better striker than Martial. Yeah, again, like I said, I think I think <laughs> me and you have a different opinion on, on what a striker is. I think a lot of people get caught up in the striker has to just stay in the box. And I think Tony kind of revolutionized and not him himself, but I think there's a ton of strikers who, if you look at the likes of Liverpool, I think all the two wingers, if you want to call them wingers in that four, three, three Mane and um, Salah, mm-hmm. they kind of play off on the wing, but they are fours. They are attacking forward players mm-hmm. who can play in that striker position. But then, so I just think Tony is another one. That's what I'm saying. Tony should play off the left, not up top. He does not lead the line. That's what I've been saying. I've been saying that for how many years, EC? Two years. Tony can't lead the line. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think your your point of saying that he can't lead the line, if you've never led the line, which he has, you can't say that. And that's my point. Like, if you're the striker, which he was two years ago, Mm -hmm. or 23 goals, you can't say he can't do it. You can say that he's not consistent. I will agree with you 100%. But you can't say that he can't if he already has. Does what, that make sense? Well, well, why didn't he lead the line this year? I mean, he, he, I mean I guess I, that's what I said. Cavani, Cavani, that's what I said. Cavani, didn't, argument, Cavani didn't come on until later in the season. So he had plenty of opportunity. That's my point. And the, like I and said, the, and you the year, can and argue. The year before he had 20 goals, why didn't he leave the line that year as well? He had the number 11. No, he had the number nine, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's my point. My my point is exactly what you're, you're, you're proving my point. <laughs> you can argue the fact he's not consistent. I would not argue anybody about that. What I'm saying is I don't think it's anyone can say if you've scored 20 plus goals, if you scored 18, I think he did a couple seasons back. You can't say he can't do it. You can definitely say that he's not consistent. And that's what I'm saying. If you look at, if you look at Tony and you say again, okay, you've had now two straight seasons now at the age of 24, 25, 26, where you're not doing it. We have to maximize our earning potential and we have to let you go. But to, to, to come out and say that you can't, it doesn't make any sense because he already has. Okay. It's almost like saying she can't get pregnant and she has two kids. Well, she can get pregnant. She's already done it. Maybe she won't do it right now, but she can. She can physically get pregnant. Like he's mm-hmm. already proven that he can lead the line. He's already done it. So I, I could say something like James Ward-Prowse has had more assists than Paul Pogba. So, i.e., in, in three years than – than Paul Pogba, so i.e. James Ward-Prowse is a better midfielder than Paul Pogba? 
Are you, what are you saying? Overall player? Or are you saying he has more no, assists? I'm, I'm, I'm saying a, that's different. Know, but, no, but you know, I'm bringing the goal factor, like you said, that how Martial could lead the line and he has 20 goals. I'm using that. I mean, I'm using your your goal. So I'm using to assist wise. James Ward Prowse has more assists than Paul Pogba. So I.e. James Ward Prowse is a better midfielder than Paul Pogba. Again, you're asking two different questions. No, I'm not. You're I mean, saying do we you just said you just told me that he said Martial scored 20 goals in one season, and I said he can't lead the line, and he which said, means he can lead the line. Uh, yes or no? Yes. Well, obviously, okay. On that, on that road. Okay. So saying, That's all so, I'm saying. Okay. So James, and I'm, I'm asking is since James Ward Prowse has more assists. I have the same Paul, answer for you. You're asking two different questions. No, it's not. You see. We're talking stats, like you said. You love stats. So, who, so who's so you're saying that if you have the most assists, you're a better player than someone else? That's what you're saying. Oh yeah, I am. I'm saying he creates I more. I don't agree with you. he creates. I don't more, agree he with you. He created more chances for his I, for his. I don't agree with you at all. If <laughs> if, if assist if assist meant that you pass the ball and the person and he takes created a chance for his player. Okay. If the player takes one touch off of your pass, uh-huh. and that's this, and that's how you're saying it, then I agree. But that's not how football is. You know that. Okay. The okay. assist doesn't. They don't work like that. So for your your analogy, isn't fitting. If you were to if you were to just say, who is a better midfielder? Obviously, Paul Pogba is a better midfielder. If you were to say, who has more assists? Well, if he doesn't yeah, produce, we'll look at the stat Better, better. Anyway, this, I mean, this, the, 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 I was actually kind of, I was, I'm not, okay, I was not trying to bring up Anthony Martial in a negative way. I said, this is his best opportunity. So I just don't want anybody, anything twisted, anything, anybody out there twisted say, I hate French players, which I, they're not very far off, but, um, he definitely does not like French players. <laughs> But what I'm He's saying, there country for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. What I'm saying is they've done nothing. <laughs> no level, but what I'm saying is this is Martial's best opportunity to to um, to take the bull by the horns. If he's this great player, if he's this twenty goal play, you know, twenty goal season player, uh, if he's this uh, Mister Inconsistent, Mister Inconsistent. Um, this is the best time because Rashford's on the bench to October. So if he doesn't get off the, I mean, he's gonna get plenty of opportunity. See, you know that, and I know that. I mean, Ola's not gonna start. James. I don't know. I don't. I don't think Tony starts either. I, I think what we're gonna wind up seeing is Mason starting. I think Tony's almost Mason there. But the there's two days ago they should. Have... Mason. Yeah. On the so left. two days is ago James they posted on the right. Oh, I mean, I don't, that doesn't make sense. Well, you got to work with what you got. And two days ago, they posted a picture of him not training, but working out. So he's on the pitch. He's moving his feet around, but he's not in per se with the team. So I would be very shocked to see him start. Okay. Um, I think they're going to progress get him back to that position. I think you might see him on Saturday, but I don't know for how long. So they're trying to they're trying to get him back. So you may have to move Mason off to the right. You may have to leave Sancho on the left. It's, it's going to take a minute for for him to come back um, uh, completely full strength without us getting into a position again where we put another player at risk and then they're, and then they're out. Now you're forcing Mason to stay in there on that position. Cause I'm, I agree with you. I like Mason on the right. 
I really do. No, he's best of the right. So he's I, best would, of time. I would love, I would love for him to to play that position, you know, and and hold that down and and let Sancho kind of do his thing and get kind of gelled in. But yeah, no. If you look at it, he's got another. He's got all week this week. Yeah. Saturday, you play him. You know, I'd play him half an hour if I could. Twenty five minutes, twenty minutes, and then kind of look at that rest of that week and then kind of see where he is. Um, but I, I I definitely don't want to force it. Now I'm down two players as opposed to just having one and a half because yeah. where I know, I know uh, Marcus is going to be out. We're not, I mean, I'm not expecting him to play against Everton. I'm saying he has plenty of time till Marcus is back with the shoulder injury, which I know we talked about last week that they just waited way too long. And yeah, somebody's health is not their health. I mean, not my business, but Marcus Rashford should have had that surgery at the beginning. He shouldn't have been at the Euros, uh, period. And... If he wanted anything, if he was a, I mean, I hate to say that, if he's a Manchester United player, no. He is a Manchester United player, but if he had any, if somebody could sit him down and say, you know what, no, you need the shoulder, shoulder surgery because you're going to be a detriment to the team come in the fall, and you're, you're not an asset to the English team. He wasn't. So he should have sat, you know, and made himself available for the, the, the World Cup next year. And he's not missing much. But getting back to Martial, you know, yes, he's you know he's coming off an injury or whatnot. I say yes, yes to October to prove himself, because you know what, Mar- Marcus is going to have to prove himself either too after what happened at the Euros. You know, I mean he's I mean yes, people are coming to his his side, but missing missing a penalty in the Euros, I'm pretty sure is eating at him. So he's going to be chomping at the bit to get back on the pitch and prove himself, especially prove himself for United and prove himself so we can be on the English squad for the World Cup next year. So Martial, I mean, this is, I mean, just like you said, competition is competition. This might be the best competition uh, scenario that United can benefit from uh, is having Marcus Rashford and, and, and Anthony Martial competing in, competing against each other on the same position on the left-hand side. And that, you know, that's exciting. You know, that's exciting. But, you know, Mr. Inconsistent, Mr. Inconsistent needs to, you know, drop his nuts. That's all I'm saying. Um, you see, Rook, I mean, I, I know I brought it up real quick. Um, what do you think about the James Rodriguez thing? That Rafa Benitez already wants to trade his ass after he, you know, he doesn't have any year with him. And with somebody like the talent of Hamas or Hamas and Rodriguez, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I think it's one of those deals where you come into a position and, and you, you really want to put a stamp on the team and make it your own. You know, I think he's coming in, he's obviously experienced. I know, uh, you know, fans probably aren't as happy. Not all the fans are happy that he's that he's there and he's, and he's doing what he's doing, but I just think he doesn't fit the plans. I think he's trying to make the team his own. <clears throat> he's trying to make sure that, you know, he's comfortable with what he has. And if he sees James is maybe not the James of, uh, you know, the past World Cup and then when he first got to Real, you know, maybe he's looking at it and saying, we're going to get what we can out of him and we're going to move on and move in a different direction. So I'm not surprised you know, it's, it's business, you know, new coaches come in, they're going to have new ideas. And ultimately, you know, just like a player is, you know, this coach is fighting for, for their position and their job. So doesn't shock me. Doesn't surprise me at all. It's just, uh, it's just football. And so, you know, as, as they move on, I think people are going to be looking at them and saying, okay, 
you know, new beginnings, new start, you know, how do we as a club, you know, try to, you know, ascend to that, that next, uh, that next level, which, you know, they've been trying to get it for a while. I think they were in first place for a little bit last season. Um, you know, Calvin Lewins gets off to a great start, you know, Richarlison, you know, he's playing fairly well, but you know, they kind of, you know, tailed off and probably didn't end where they wanted to. So, you know, I, I look at Everton and I, to me, it's just kind of one of those things where you just kind of look at it and you say, this is sports, new guy comes in, he's going to do it his own way. Yeah, it's just uh, that, you know, some of the talent, like we've always said, I mean, Hamas came on the scene, what, back in 2000? The World Cup of uh, 18, I believe, where he just kind of put a stamp on things and kind of let everybody know that, it was a was it, it was one before 14 then where he, in, he kind of 14. put a stamp on the map it was 14 when Thomas came out yeah, yeah so yeah. for me the, at that world cup that's where he signed for real and yeah. i showed you know i i think he had some good years at real um you know i just think you know if you're looking at it now everton like i said before started off well kind of ended you know not as good as they they wanted it to so i just think the coach wants to go in a different direction yeah just said you know like i mean shit could we use Thomas? Do you think? Uh, who knows? <laughs> I, I think it's it's the Jesse it's the Jesse syndrome, really? right? Well, you're speak. gonna go get Hamas, you know. You're gonna play Hamas, you know, in that ten position, and that's Bruno's spot. And I think I know what you're saying as far as you know wanting to have competition, and I love competition, but I think a player. I don't know if he's going to want to sit there and you know play for 10-15 minutes, and I think that's kind of the conversation that Jesse's kind of having with Coach right now. Well, speaking of Jesse. Uh, he turned on a uh, move to West Ham. I mean, is he going to hold us hostage? You know, because we have we have a lot of we have a lot of Deadwood right now, right? And I'm going to lump these two categories, two questions into one into one with Jesse. What are we going to do with him? He, he's not going to want to go back to West Ham, but we have you know, contract and negotiations for Axel Twanzebe. Diego Delot, um, Phil Jones, I think something going on a free uh, to, is it to West Ham too? Or Phil is Jones it? is going to die in at practice. He's just going to kill over. He's never leaving. Um, it's it's the worst case of all time. I mean, those, those are just the top three that kind of ring, ring my bell. I mean, not 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 to not to mention the goalkeeping stable we have, we have we have David Gea, Dean Henderson, we have that new guy that we signed, uh, uh, you know, <clears throat> Heaton, right? Old Manchester United guy, and it's just and Lee Grant. I mean, how much how much are we to take on in money wise, and the bench, and not invest in the actual players they're going to play? I think Jesse, he's, it's, it's kind of like you were saying earlier with Marcus. I think Jesse's doing the same thing Marcus did when he said he wanted to go to the Euros. This is a kid who, you know, just imagine you're a, a little kid. You, you can hardly walk and you've got a United shirt on. You're born in United. You actually get to play Academy. You make the Academy squad. You're playing FA Cup championships as a, you know, 18 year old kid. And you actually make the team, you know, we can't forget, and I know a lot of United fans, he helped us win that FA Cup. You know, that goal that he scored, it was a game winner. 
And so this is a guy who obviously has talent. This is a guy who, you know, was going through a lot of things mentally, but, you know, I rate him. I think he's a good player. Do I think he's a great player? No, but I think he's a good enough Premier League player uh, to be able to get it done. I feel bad for him because I think he needs to go. I think if he leaves and he goes somewhere else, I think he's got an opportunity to make the England squad for uh, Qatar here next year, about 14 months. Um, but I think, you know, when you step into someone else's shoes and you, and you think about the things I talked about earlier, it's easy for us to say, man, just leave. You're never going to do this. You're never going to do that. He's done it at the highest level at United. Like he's, you know, I know people don't like the FA Cup. They're not, they think I'm a cup merchant, but he's cup merchant. And I, and I just think that for him, he's looking at things going, okay, you know, I, I, I encourage every United fan to, to follow him on Instagram because the relationship he has with his daughter is, it's the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life. So I feel like his life is, is kind of in order. It's, it's not as chaotic as it was. He seems to be doing really, really well in training. There's a video that, that they posted a couple of days ago of actual training of him running through, you know, two players scoring a goal. So his confidence is obviously there. Um, I just feel bad for him because I just don't see any scenario where he beats out Bruno uh, and plays the 10 the same way Bruno plays it, uh, the way Ole wants it to be played. So plays it the way that Ole wants it to be played. I just don't see him getting that same opportunity at United. But I can't hate on the guy, man. I, I Like I said, I'm, I'm, I've been in that position where you want your spot, you want to play in your spot, you don't want to move, you want to do your thing. Um, so I can only imagine this is a guy who, again, has done it at the highest of highs for England, for United. Um, he's not going to want to let that dream go. Ask yourself this question, you see. Does Jesse Lingard run a midfield? Passing, goal, goal scoring, does he? I mean, can he do it? Goal scoring wise, yes. Can he hold I, the ball and pass the ball and run a midfield? I think he can. I uh, and again, has he done it though? I mean, I mean, I, he's 20, I think last he's twenty seven. I think last old. year he proved that. I think last year he proved that. I think last year he had assists. He had goals. I think last year he proved that he can come into a locker room and not be a cancer. He did all that, all those things last year. And I think he was on the cusp of making the international team based off of his performances that he had at West Ham. And I think that's why they're offering the, him the cash to, to come there and, and be that midfield maestro, which is what he did. Mm-hmm. Did he do it at United of late? Absolutely not. And no United fan can argue that. He was at a level where you thought you need to go ahead and play in the championship or just go up to MLS and back up the Brinks truck and pay the kid because – He's that entertaining um, star that, you know, has gone with all these kind of sponsorships. I think that's where he was at. I think the West Ham move, the fact that the family life is in order, I think that was freeing for him. So, yeah, I think he could absolutely play in the midfield. I just, again, when you're going up against a juggernaut, you're going to have to tell yourself, I'm going to have to do this in, in spurts. Because remember, Bruno's not the type of person to come off in the 70th minute, 80th minute. Bruno likes to play the whole game, every game, nonstop. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to look at it and say, I'm probably not going to play in the 10. I'm going to have to play out on the wing. I'm going to have to, you know, be creative out there because that 10 spot's pretty much on lock. So I uh, bad for him. I know he can do it. He, he, he proved it last season. 
in the premiership that he can. It's just, can you play that role for United? I don't think you're going to get a chance, you know, unless it's preseason, which for me, it's kind of like to get fit. It's not really, you're not really showing me anything. Mm -hmm. I already know you can play ball. I want to see what these young puppies can do because I need to one prove that they can go out on these loan deals and prove that we can, you know, make something happen for them in the future. But no, as far as Jesse's concerned, I, I honestly, he shut my mouth because I was like, Oh, it's going to, he's going to go there. This is the decline. This is the Theo Walcott story all over again. He balled out of control. So I didn't hear you. I said, I picked him up by my fantasy league. I didn't... Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I'm sure tons of people were like, let's, let's see what he's going to do now. And then yeah. boom, he skyrocketed. I mean, he was, you know, in that short span while he was there, he led the league and assist to your point earlier. That doesn't mean he's a better midfielder than anyone, but it proves that he can make things happen. And so I know that that's something Jesse can do. I just, as a fan, when I look at the system that we run, the position that he would probably prefer or play, excuse me, is, is right there in that 10 role. Well, speaking of cluttered midfielders, midfields, and this is not towards United, obviously, because we need to figure ours out. Uh, Jack Grealish, EC, the rumored to City for 139 million US dollars or almost 100 million pounds, I think, uh, when I read on e, uh, ESPN. How can, I mean, I'm not going to, the money wise, I'm not even, we're not going to discuss that. You know, the coffers that, yeah. you know, coffers know that they have, money. you know, whatever. We're not, I don't want to discuss that. How are you going to please oh. Kevin De Bruyne? And playing Jack Grealish in the same kind of because we're talking about the Jesse Lingard and Bruno in the same position. How are you going to please Jack Grealish and Kevin De Bruyne almost playing the same position as well? And then who else? Well, I don't. I don't think they. I don't think they play the same spot at all. I. I think. I think you run Kevin up the middle and you put Jack on on the wing. I think Jackson. I, I think. I think. Well, if you look at if you look at him, even in England and, and, and at Villa, he comes more off the wing there, and and he can move into the middle. But you can really Jack's a hybrid, and I think I think but Pep's smart enough to understand. Go ahead. It just that that hybrid position has kind of been like I look back in United. <clears throat> they don't give any width, you know what I mean? Obviously, but if you look back on. On, on City, they're balanced on width-wise. You know what I mean? They're wide with, you know, attacking attacking players. I just don't see somebody trying to, you know, De Bruyne and Grealish trying to go to the same spot. Obviously, Pep's a genius. I'm not, I'm not questioning that. Pep's going to figure it out, and they're going to fucking win another fucking championship. I'm, I mean, you know I mean, mean? Just, just think, just think who, who would you play, Phil Foden or Jack Grealish? I mean, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's, it's a toss up. I think you play Jack Grealish, and that's what I'm saying. I, I, would, say you, Foden, you play, I would say Foden versus width and pace. You don't think Jack's quick? No, width and pace. Okay, I mean, again, I'm. I'm it's, it's like okay, is a running back quick or a wide receiver quick? You know what I mean? What I want, fast or like quick? You know what I mean? I think Phil Foden's a wide receiver, but Jack Grealish is like a running back. You know what I mean? Okay, okay, Silva or Jack. 
David Silva? Oh, 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 that's a good question. It's David Silva. But, not on pace wise. Not on pace wise. Just because the the not the, not, the, not the, the smarts. The smarts. You know what I mean? I think David hit. David can run a midfield. Okay. Okay. Bernardo Silva is what I was talking about. I oh. apologize. You know, or, or or Jack. Oh, well, personally, Jack. Um, okay, so that's that's what I'm saying. You can put him there. What about Mares or Jack? Ooh, that's a good question. I'm, I'm saying he. Mares. That's what I'm saying. That, that that's my point. You Mares. can you can put you can put him. I I named off midfield, and that wasn't. I just started naming off front three, and they didn't even have a number nine. They ran they ran De Bruyne as their number nine most of the mm-hmm. season and they won and they won the league and they damn near won champions league. So this, this. Yeah. I mean, Fabrizio Romano has made it an official. Here we go. They are very, very, very dangerous because if you look at the players that I just named the Phil Foden, the Bruno Silva, the Mares, he can play any of those guys off the park on his day. He's that good. So I didn't even say good to one. Who's another? Who's another one? Well, I mean, no, I, I think Jack's better than Gundogan. I mean, and, and look yeah. how good Gundogan is. Yeah. He's absolutely amazing. So they're in a great, and I didn't even say anything about Sterling. They're in a great, great well, position. I'm, I'm gonna put and Jack and Sterling in the same position. But no, I'm just saying, I, you I understand can what play you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yes. And so think about think about them signing him today. Mm-hmm. That it's a here we go with Fabrizio, which we all know that's a that's a yes. Uh, Kane, most of the time. I'm sorry, 99 of the time. Kane <laughs> sitting out at Spurs and not showing uh, up. For- well, don't they? Don't spoil it, dude. I'm, that's an, I'm just that's saying, topic, man. Man. I, I I think that these guys have massively upgraded their team again <laughs> with one big signing. I really do. No, uh, yes, yeah. That that the Jack really signing pains me because it's huge. Yeah, it is. And we're, I mean, and again, this goes to show on how our recruitment and our backwoods, whatever, I mean, board members, and now they penny pinch. I mean, they're penny pitching on. Well, let's let's give five. them some credit. Let's give them some credit. They're no, not- I mean, you're penny pitching on Varane. Varane could have been here fucking last week, dude. And you're penny pitching on fucking $5 million, $10 million. For a twenty-eight-year-old in his prime, get the fuck. I mean, I mean, no, no, no. The board is is bad. It's bad. I didn't. I would never say that the Glazers are are are, are great, but I'm not going to not give credit where credit is due. I think this is the best transfer window that we've had. They had to, EC. They had to. They had to do it to appease United players. Because you know what? If they didn't, if they didn't, EC, you're going to do the Glazers out movement and you, empty stadiums. Like we, you know, I mean, it, it will happen. I no, think, I think, no. I think what they've done in the, I think what they've done in the past is 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 appeased. I think you know, signing players that are really good, but there's nobody else that comes with them. I think that's what they've done in the past. The reason why I think this one's a little bit different, actually a lot different, is because it's two big time players who I think will definitely change the landscape of where we are. But. You know, when you look at the fact that Man City just came out today and said, you know, we're we're going to show you guys <laughs> that we're still very serious about this thing uh, and sign him for a hundred million. He's the highest paid 
uh, British player in the history of the league. Um, you know, that that's a huge statement. So um, not happy about it. I'm actually not looking forward to playing those guys. But, hey, we can catch them on the counter. We, we, we can beat them. We, we've shown that we can do it. Or Ole has anyways. I just, you know, again, we should be them. We should be in that spot. But obviously, like I said, you know, in the past pods we talked about, our youth movement, hopefully we have these young kids, these young bucks uh, coming in, you know, like Worcestershire and, um, and Hannibal. Shola and <laughs> <laughs> Terry. Shola Terry. Worcestershire. We're, Worcestershire. We're going to meet. We're Worcestershire. gonna meet this kid one day, and he's gonna be like, "Bro, you just murdered my name." Every I say time. Worcestershire and Shoulder. Well, yeah, it's the same thing. And Mange, not Mange, uh, Hannibal, and all these kids, because um, I think they're the, they're the real deal, and they they look good in the preseason. Uh, they've just been a bit unfortunate that the defense has given up what the defense has given up. Um, but you also brought somebody else's name up, you see, when in regards to Man City. And this is kind of like, it's kind of like, touch not touch me, but it's more of a, it's got me thinking and it's got me kind of re- reversing on an opinion I had, maybe not, or defending somebody that I might not have defended before. Um, Harry Kane. Harry Kane's been a no show. He's not gonna be. A, he's gonna be a no show till the. I think the, they said the, the reports to the weekend at Tottenham. Um, the reports are that he's not happy. He wants to get traded or sold or what, whatever you want. <coughs> Man City's there. We've already heard Man City's gonna put a bid in. Uh, that was during the season, and it's gonna be like an astronomical, one hundred and twenty million or something like that. But that was months ago. We have. It's been kind of like silent. It's been kind of silent for City uh, on the City end or any transfer stuff for Harry Kane. But the fact that Harry Kane has been a no-show to camp has got me thinking. And also with the reaction with the British press that I've read, I don't know if you probably read anything different. It brings me back. Oh, wait. Because I've not, I mean, I've not, it's, it's been mum's a word. Nobody's talk shit. There's nothing. Gary Neville, um, Roy Keane, you know the the players that the, the players that ex players that I rely on on my not on my opinions but more of like they kind of coincide with my views. Um, they've been mum's a word on them, and I think back to Pogba, and this is this is the only reason I'm bringing it up because. The vitriol that everybody had towards Paul Pogba when his, you know, his manager leaked out that Madrid, 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 and it's been, what, several years in the making for Riola to do that. Paul Pogba, yes, would come out in interviews and, and, and subliminally say some bullshit about Real Madrid when asked the question, when asked. He didn't bring it up when asked. You know, he always said that. I'm defending Paul Pogba, you see, and this is, I'm cringing my teeth here. So this, I'm cringing my teeth. I'm defending Paul Pogba and why is not Harry Kane is not getting the same, the same bad press, the same um, media, the, you know, the backlash 
And I don't want to hear the obvious EC. Oh, he's English and he's French. No. I want to know what the deal, what the real reason is. Because Harry Kane should be getting the, sh- the shit that Paul Pogba get, got. Because I gave Lionel Messi the same shit uh, last year when Lionel Messi was contracting all that bullshit. You remember? Remember we did a podcast? Lionel Messi's like, I'm not, you know, blah, blah, blah about his contract. And he's like, you know, it, maybe it might have been a handshake deal or, you know, I'm only going to play one more year and they didn't um, – they didn't um, honor my, you know, my handshake deal like what everybody's saying about Harry Kane. Just like we said about Lionel Messi, where they said, I'm going to only play one more year and you're going to let me go. And they kind of like said, well, no, it was COVID year. You didn't complete your year. I bagged on I bagged on Messi. I was like, dude, it's kind of your contract, boss. Shoulder practice. Shut the fuck up. Same thing with Harry Kane. It's your fucking contract, man. You have no leverage in this. Go to fucking practice. Shut the fuck up. Because I, I just, I just don't, I don't, I just don't have that sympathy for the player. You're in a contract, and that's why I kind of like I feel bad. I want to defend Paul Pogba in in situations where his agent or he talked about Madrid, and the media just blasted him, whereas Harry McCain, Harry Kane has not even showed up to damn practice and supported his team. Well, this is why I said this is why I, you know, for the players 100%. You, you know that. I know it drives you nuts, but it's it's a business and it's driven by social media clicks. It's driven by people wanting to get on board with whatever the popular thing is to do. And I think that when it comes to Pogba, it's very easy for people to get on that negative train. And I challenge people all the time, find me that negative comment where he was mean to the players or he was he blasted the coach or he talked shit about the club that's the same energy that they have for Kane everyone that says anything about Kane they always say he's so respectful he's such a professional he's such a great guy I again I challenge you guys to go out there and you're gonna have to dig deep to find something that's you know a bad thing that he's done I'm talking about Paul mm-hmm. and he still gets to video and he still gets all of the hate I know people don't want to look at it as a a racial thing, but for me, if it isn't, then what is it? Because again, I want you guys to go out there, United fans, and and you can shut me up. Find me that time where Paul didn't, he didn't show up or he didn't, he didn't want to play. Even, even when we knew we've known for years that he's wanted to transfer out. We've known for years. He's come out and said it. Yeah. He's been, at practice, he's been at the games. Ole, to his credit, has been professional as well. But I've heard very little. In fact, Neville today said he should be at practice. He needs to show up. But he's such a professional. So there's got to be something wrong on the other side. That's it's what I like, mean, Mike. That's what I really come on, like. Consistent. So I just think the, the consistency is not there. It's unfortunate because it leads you to believe that there's something about French players or there's something about black players where, you know, Mason, uh, you know, supports his family and gets them a house. Oh, he's wasting his money. But, you know, the same thing happens to Phil Foden. He's a great guy who's taking type of story that I, that I continue to see. So I hope I'm wrong the way I'm looking at it, guys. You know, this is another English white guy 
um, very, very great at his craft. Yeah. And I support him. I'm, I'm always going to be that type of person who I support the players because it's a business. Um, it's their money. But it's just it's another one of those things where people it's 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 so I'm so glad you brought up Paul. where You know, people go, well, why does Paul want to go to Real Madrid or why does he want to go to because he wants to win? And that's the same thing they're saying of what I've been saying. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone's saying about Kane. Kane deserves. Kane deserves. These guys get Kerry Kane's on 250 grand a week. And we have to now feel sorry for him because he's at Spurs and he's not at City and he can't lift up a trophy. Get out of here, man. I hope I wish the best for him. He's a great player. Uh, I hope it lands in, in favor for him. We all know Daniel Levy's history. I don't know him personally, but he's a pretty shrewd businessman. Yeah. Um, he's going to want at least $150 million. Um, City's ran by Sheiks, so they got it. They just spent $100 million a day off nothing. So, you know, I think they'll land him. He's not showing up. Um, the new boss has come out. The Nuno Espirio Santos has come out and said he will not discuss it. So he's being very professional about it. He's only going to discuss players who are there. But we all know it's going to happen. Kane's going to sit out. Kane's going to get what he wants. And the, the the people, none of the Spurs fans will boo. Everyone's going to cheer as he lifts a, a trophy. I hope he doesn't because if he does, it's going to be for City um, as we're not in for a striker right now. There's two things about the Kane thing that just really rubs me the wrong way. It does. And first, like you said about Paul. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be an uh, equal opportunity hater. You know, I, mean, I, I don't see color. You know what I mean? I see play. Um, I, I criticize Paul, especially for, you know, for him saying, you know, what he did in the media. And then obviously not, you know, not putting a muzzle on, the, on, on Mineriola. I criticized Messi. Last year, when all this happened about COVID, and you know, he, and then and they they reward him with what half a billion dollar contract, right? And now he's up for a contract right now. Piss me off, you know what I mean? That shit just makes me mad. So, Harry Kane is is not in the in the realm of me, you know. Just show up, dude. You you sign a contract. This is the thing. It's like the Scottie Pippen thing, right? And it, you know what? And I, 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 you know, I like to watch the damn, um, what is that? Um, the series of the Last Dance. Last I mean, Dance. I love to watch that. I watch it. You know, I watch every. Ep- I mean, pretty much every episode, at least once a month. And and like Jerry Reinsdorf said, I said Scotty wanted to sign this contract, a long term contract for mi- pennies. You know, it was like it was like a, like sixteen million or something like that. And, and and this and and then he comes up. Uh, they're like, and Jerry Reinsdorf tells tells him, he's like, "Hey, don't sign the contract, you know it, because the collective bargaining agreement's going to come up, you know." No, but he wanted long term, you know, long term for his family. And even Jerry Jerry Reinsdorf said it's a bad contract. Don't sign it. I wouldn't sign it. The owner said it wouldn't sign it. Scotty signed it. After that. Hands off, dude. Don't come to me. And like Jerry Reinsor said, don't come to me. You sign a contract, don't come to me now. Hey, you know, I don't give a fuck if it's a... See, whatever. You know what? You sign a contract. You sign a contract, you sign a contract. Just like just like Harry Kane. You signed that contract, paid $250 million, and now you want to get traded? 
And this is what I don't. And my other part of that question was these backroom handshake kind of deals, because you always you you brought it up, where oh you you justified Pogba wanting to leave, um, and <coughs> where he was promised this, he was promised that, Messi was promised this, or he's promised that, and obviously it's been brought up about Harry Kane, and then where Gary Neville, I mean I think Gary, who was it, Gary? Said that he must have been promised something that he didn't have, that he didn't get by ownership. You fucking cash my checks, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up and play. And I'm not playing a Laura Ingram. I'm not being a Laura Ingram. And and, and this is not this is not LeBron to shut up and dribble. This is you cash my checks. You your check say Tottenham Hotspur. Your check says Manchester United. Your check says um, uh, Barcelona. You cash those, your, your, your family, your kids have, Jor, Jor, uh, what is it, um, Martellini Francisco Jabos on? Shut the fuck up and come to practice. That's all I have to say. This is why I don't, I don't agree with players and their leverage and forcing moves when you sign long-term contracts and you feel that your long-term contract and not fulfilling that contract is null and void. This is why I don't give with players. If you come in and a contract year like Papa is right now, hey, free game. You know he don't want to sign a you don't want to sign an extension. That's that's fine. My ability is I'm gonna sell you for whatever you want. That's what Manchester United needs to do. If you're not gonna sign an extension right now, and you're not gonna guarantee me an extension later, I'm gonna sell you now because I'm gonna lose value on you. You're a player. I'm sorry, and if, if it's. If it sounds like a cattle selling, I'm. You know what? I'm sorry, but you're talking about millions of dollars. I only make. I don't even make that much a year. God forbid. I would like love to get, you know, a million dollars a year. I mean, it just. It, well, that, 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 I mean, that, I, I that's mean, why. That that's why I don't feel I don't feel bad for Harry Kane. I was like, I mean, I wish. I wish the English press would come at him a lot harder because he deserves it. And just like they do to Paul Pogba, they need, they need to do Harry Kane. And you know what, Harry Kane? You're going to get, I hope people shit in your fucking Cheerios. You know what? Because you deserve it. Period. You know what? You deserve, the, you know, you're not the fucking English savior anymore. What you're doing to Tottenham. You're fucking signing a long-term contract. He still has, what, two more years on his contract, you see. I want to say he's got more than that. More than that, he's got more than that. So where's the leverage? You have no damn leverage. You know what I mean? It, I think he does. I think I think I think he's got tons of leverage. This is why I'm always yeah. on the player side. The the owners, the owners are billionaires. To your point, you know that's why I always tell people when we, me and you, when when the regular folk <laughs> start talking about these guys and their money and that, this is not the '40s or the '50s. This is a billionaire who has a who has a, 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 a an asset. Yeah. That's how he looks at all of his players. They're assets. They're not people. Did he sign a contract? These are chips that they're playing with. Did he? They sign don't a care contract? about your ACL. They don't care about your groin. They don't care about your girlfriend, your baby. They don't Did give a he crap. Sign a contract? They just want you to perform. Now they may come out and it may sound a different way, but I guarantee you, if you drop off, or they will quickly find someone to replace you. Yeah, that is the way those that those are the guaranteed world. contracts, you see. So I didn't. You said they're guaranteed contracts. Yes, they're not like the NFL. And I get. And I guarantee you this: if he does not show up, 
He will not play for Spurs. Daniel Levy will figure out a way to null and void the contract, which no, was signed by Harry. They'll penalize he him. He won't be a player anymore. No, they'll penalize that, him. And, I mean, and, just like yeah, you say, you're no and show. This is why I'm saying paid. that. And that's that to me, again, a player who's making 250 grand a week. What penalty are you going to give that guy where he's going to go, oh, shit, I'm screwed. There's nothing that you can't do anything. That's why I'm saying if I'm Harry and I don't want to be there anymore, mm-hmm. it's 2021. I'm not coming. What are you going to do? You going to sue me? You know what I'm you, No, 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 no. If, if Daniel Levy had the balls, and this is the, this this is why nobody wants Jesus De La Rosa to be a fucking GM, because I will, I will fuck people up. This is what I'm saying. I was, You know what I said, Harry? You want to stay home? You're not going to get paid. But I ain't selling you till your contract is up. You're going to sit at home. Be a pundit on, uh, you can't be a pundit on Sky because you're, you know what? You're a Tottenham Hotspur. You can't do all this other stuff. You're a Tottenham Hotspur employee. Go do reality TV. I don't give a shit. You know what? And, but and no, no, moment, no, 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 no. I'd rather, I'd rather lose value on you for how many, because Harry Kane is 29. He's 29. No, 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 no. Easy, easy. This is what Jesus and Rosa do. And you know what? Okay. I would stick my then, fucking foot in the mud just like I do. I would have done with Paul Papa. I would okay. say, you know what? If you want that shit, all right, I'm going to sit your ass in. I mean, you're, not, you're not even invited to the to the show. Stay at home. Okay. We, and uh, what do you think every superstar player who's out there in the world is going to look at what you did and they're going to go, I would never. I would never deal with someone Who's gonna treat me like crap, knowing I've not been a douchebag? No, 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 no. What crap? No, no. What crap? Let me finish. Let you signed a contract. You, you signed a long-term let me contract. I know. Hey, well, the facility is let open, open to you. Let me, I let, the facility is open to you, I let, and we're signing players because they are signing. Let players, me finish. Let me finish. I've got you to a Champions League final. I've consistently got you twenty goals a season. I've been one of the best, if not the best, striker in the league. I don't want to play for you anymore. I'm out. As a player, when you are looking around the world, you're looking at not just the coach, but the owner and how he treats you. So that's fine. If you want to treat me like crap, you don't want to invite me anymore. You don't want to do anything because I'm not doing what you say. Totally fine. I'll sue you. We'll be in court. It's going to be nasty. And you know who's going to come out on the end looking bad? No. Daniel Levy. Everybody already hates him. How many players has he shipped off in the time where Harry Kane's come on? Great players. And he's brought in shit. Uh, besides Son, name me another player that's decent. Even decent. You can't. And they still got to a Champions League final. Yeah. So for me, what do you, you call look it? at Harry Kane. The, the, the Real Madrid left back. Who? That, what's his name? Rose? Alderweireld? No, no, no. The cha- the- Real Madrid left back that we wanted. Uh, Ceballos, right? I don't know my fucking fantasy league. Forgot his name. I just don't think they brought in any dogs. That's just my personal no, no, opinion. No, no, I think saying, Daniel Levy well, has that, that's, that's, that's Harry Kane's fault. That's Harry Kane's fault for signing there. a long-term contract. You know, it, I mean, just, I mean, if you, if you, if you bet it's on not yourself. His fault. No, no, no. You see, look, hey, no, no. I'm going to compare it to two sports. And maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't, but I am. Look at NBA basketball. No, no. Look at the NBA basketball. Look at look at Kawhi Leonard right now. Frozen. Huh? 
Look at Kawhi Leonard right now. Kawhi Leonard is on a he just he said he's not going to resign. He's an unrestricted an unrestricted free agent right now. So you're telling me Kawhi Leonard doesn't have the leverage? He's betting on himself. He's not signing a long term long term contract. And that's the same thing LeBron did, right? I mean, he he signs a, 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 a two year deal, you know, with the player option, a player option. I mean, if if Harry Kane wanted to bet on himself being this player, don't fucking sign a long term deal. You know what I mean? Just like Jerry Cross said, not Jerry Cross, Jerry Reinsdorf. Hey, don't come to me, fucking. You know, you sign the deal, show up, play. You're saying, you know, like again with the NBA, they're these guys are betting on themselves and betting on that their team's going to make it better. Then don't fucking sign a long term deal. That's all I'm saying. And think about Kane, he signed a long term deal, you know. And this is where I don't feel bad for him, you know, and where. I know you said you you're talking about players that are in a, you know overseas going to see the treatment. Well, I'm sorry you have a bunch of snowflakes, but they have to see the other side of the business. Hey, you know we're going to pay you. You're cashing our checks. I mean, you're driving Lamborghinis, you're driving Ferraris. You know who pays for that Ferrari? It ain't you. It's fucking my checks are paying for that Ferrari. My billionaire ass is paying for my that Ferrari. You know what? You show up to practice. And I hate to say it, shut the fuck up and play. You know what? You sign a long-term contract. He has no leverage. Harry Kane has no leverage unless to sit out. And that's what I would do. You know what? That's the leverage. That's the leverage. That's what he's got. He he has no leverage. He's going to sit out for the prime years of his life. Well, that's what what I'm saying. I I think what winds up happening is you terminate the contract. No, fuck that. What are you going to get out? What 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 are you going to get out of terminating his contract? What happens is he's going to go to court. He's going to sue Daniel Levy for what? He's gonna, uh, for what? He wants to leave for what? He, what? 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 What grounds is he going to sue him on? I just want to know. He doesn't want. He doesn't want to be there anymore. But he signed a contract. A contract doesn't matter. Binding. Players. Players break contracts every year. He's well, no different than any other player. He's going to pay for it. I mean that. that it doesn't pay for it, and you mean monetarily, like the guy's hurting for cash. He's gonna pay for it. I'm telling you. And in and, what way? How is he gonna pay for it? In what way? Monetarily, monetarily yes, yes, monetarily. Dude, he's a multi-millionaire. He's not gonna be hurting about one contract. Also, also, I mean, hope reputation-wise, I really hope so. Oh no! But and, you think what players are are owners? Which what reputation is gonna be hit? The player. The players are on his side because they've been in these contract disputes. No one, no player is going to say, oh, Harry's such a mean guy for wanting to leave a horrible. Let's be honest, man. It's a horrible situation at Tottenham. Then why did he sign? Then why did he sign? Because it was the best thing for him to do at the time. He could have came to United. You know that. If he comes to United, I again, it's a great thing. But you sign the best deal for you. He could have came to United when he re-upped. And again, that would have been right? great. Am I not, am I not correct? United. Was I don't after. know. I, I don't know. I don't know the ins and outs of his United supposed deal, but I know his Spurs deal. I'm sure Daniel Levy said, "We're going to make sure and bring players around you." I'm sure because that's what they do. They get you in that room. They're going. I'm going to pay you this. We're going to go get that. We're going to go. They've done nothing. <laughs> they have no dogs other than him and Son. 
And I think Son is an absolute superstar. That's it. They weren't even bringing Bell back from Real Madrid when he's washed up. That's what their plan was. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And that's, again, it goes to my point of these players want to play around dogs. They don't want to play around crap. They want other great players around them because they want to win things. That's how professional sports is. You don't want to play with a bunch of scrubs. It goes back to the old adage, right, with uh, the debate with Michael Jordan and LeBron James. And I'm, I, I, hate to, I hate to use this comparison. Uh, <laughs> you want to build a super team or you want to create a super team? And that's why nobody nobody gives a shit about LeBron and everybody puts Michael at you know the high echelon. Just like everybody's talking about uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, <laughs> What, dude? I did not. Did I not pronounce it right? <laughs> you and me are the worst at me. Giannis, I'm gonna say Giannis. Everybody has yeah. more, everybody has more respect on Giannis doing what he did in Milwaukee than anybody. And anybody has respect on LeBron and what he what, and what he tried what he, what he's achieved. And this is the thing. Yeah, okay. This is a differentiation of: Are you gonna be a great player? Or are you gonna play with great players? And this is the thing I always say with Paul. He's not a great player. He's going to play with great players to make him great, but he's not a great player. Because great players make other people good around him. And I guess it's the same thing with Harry Kane. You know what? Yeah. Fuck him. And and Harry Kane, you know what? He's 29 years old. If City wants to overpay on 120, damn, that's great. Because you know what? I mean, I've heard United, you know, or United are going to be – in for him next year, and they're part. Of, he's part of their plans. That'll be the detrimental to United and wasting and wasting money to go after Harry Kane next year. Because you know what? You know who you have looming: Erling Haaland, in Dortmund, young player, hungry player. Yes, yeah, he'll go to Real Madrid sooner or later. But Erling Haaland could do a lot more than Harry Kane, and that's it. Period. I mean, I just, I mean, Harry Kane is just. I've lost a lot of respect for that guy. You show up to camp and let and let agents do their work and don't be a bitch and sit sit at your fucking couch at home. He's been a bitch. That's all I say. I mean, I I would I didn't even say that about Pogba, but Harry Kane's a fucking bitch. Who's your favorite player of all time? I'm just gonna humor you right now. Take, take two points. Yes. <sighs> Why? Because you already know what I'm gonna say. Ronaldo you, forced to move to Madrid. You already know what I'm going to say. Ronaldo You're, forced to move to Madrid, or did he fulfill his the rest of the rest of the agreement that he had with um, with Manchester that, United that, that, to get sold to Madrid? That's not my that's not my question. That's no, not no, my no. question. Oh. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm already I'm already finishing your question statement. Not, yes, it's not my Ronaldo, question. Cristiano Ronaldo is my favorite player of all time. Okay, name yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo's worst squad. Name the players on the worst squad that he played for. The worst. You're not going to be able to do it, brother. You can sit there and think all day long. It ain't going to happen. Real Madrid, absolute world-class players all around him. Manchester United, absolute players all around him. Did Madrid win? I'm not taking away from his greatness. My point is, did Madrid, all great did players want to play with other 
great players. The Madrid, That's, no. It works. Oh, okay. Everybody you comes, start looking uh, at it and saying everybody that comes to Manchester players City. can't no, do no, it no, in no, soccer no, no, no. by themselves easy, because easy, it's not easy, one easy, versus easy, five. Easy. And, and to bring up Michael Jordan, who's by far the greatest, I think, athlete easy. to ever play sport, it makes no sense to bring him to anybody else's level because no one will ever, no one has ever done it like Michael Jordan. These guys are like two, maybe three tiers down from Michael. All of them. You name the athlete, I'm going to take Jordan 10 times out of 10. You name them. Baseball, basketball, football, soccer, I'm taking MJ. Everybody else is two steps down. So these guys, and they're not pansies, they're not weak, they all want to play with dogs. You, you, know, you, know, you know, a lot of people don't think Middleton's a good basketball player. They don't think that he's Today, that he's about anything. My fellow Aggie. They don't think the third the, the other kid, the, the, the third player on their team that, that scores all the baskets for, for Milwaukee. They don't think he's a good player either. But NBA guys, like Steve the report uh two days ago on the Breakfast Club, he knows that 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 Giannis is not the only great player at Milwaukee. He gets that because they play the game. So we can talk all we want about how these players don't have other dogs around them. All the greats do. Name Messi's worst squad. Messi's arguably one of the greatest players to ever play. Name his worst squad that's played around him. He hasn't. Able to do it. You're not going to be able to do it because he's played around dogs his whole life. That's why I don't. I don't. I don't really rate Messi when it comes to compared to Ronaldo. And 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 and, and you you brought up you brought up Ronaldo, and I'm gonna. I'm going to. Um, you ain't gonna answer my question though. I know yeah, that. I am. Yeah, I am. I am. Okay, I can't wait. Okay, who who is it? What team was it? Okay, in, in, in comparison to Real Madrid. No, 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 no comparison. What team? What team was it? You can't do it. You yes, cannot you can. do it. Yeah, you can. Which team? You can do it like the 07, the 06, the. I mean, even when he won the Ballon d'Or, do you think Real Madrid? I mean, Manchester United. Didn't bring oh my fucking... God! Don't no, you no, dare! No, 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 Don't no, no, no. you dare do that! You are a United fan, and you're Dude, telling me no, 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 no! no I'm, that EC, EC, was not, not crazy. You're, you're not okay. You're not let me. You're not let me finish. Name the team. Like, the... Again, you're not let me finish. Like Madrid, which are Galacticos, that they bring in all the top talent. Yes, a lot of Manchester United talent was homegrown. Ronaldo's 18. No, 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 no. Listen again. Ronaldo was 18 years old when he came to Manchester wow. United. You're literally saying right now that he came into a scrub team of players who were homegrown, who could have went anywhere else in the world, but they stayed at United and played. Your yes. argument is, is that he came into a... I didn't say that he came into a scrub team. I'm saying that he came into a team... That no 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 could the Paul Scholes Paul Scholes had a chance to go to fucking Real Madrid did he go no Giggs had a chance why? no why because he wanted to, they wanted to stay United why I don't know why are you serious right now I'm being very serious I mean you're being serious you, you right can, now you cannot compare what Real Madrid buys and what wow. you, what, what, what the what the United team grew oh my god yes dude I'm being serious. So what's your what's your and then Rooney? Okay, Sir Alex they, Ferguson yes, didn't have the greatest Rooney, talent they, they bought Rooney him. What they bought Rooney, eighteen years old, about, but yet Rooney wasn't a great player till he came in in his mid twenties. Yes, he scored all these badass goals, but 
I mean, it's just wow. no, dude. I mean, don't don't do it. Don't. don't I, say I can't. It. I can't believe that your argument is that these guys that he hasn't played around goats his whole life. I can't believe that you're saying that right now. Well, they created them themselves as goats. It's not like, dude. It's not. These are these are. You're talking about like, hey, oh no. The argument is, I need to bring players in to make my. What do you think, Sir Alex Ferguson did? Ferdinand didn't come from United. Eric but, Cantona didn't come from United. The, the core of the, the come United from United. Team, the core of the United team was a class of '92, boss. I'm sorry. So you're saying that those kids couldn't have gone anywhere in the world. That's your point. No, I mean, no, they didn't. So go. why did they come? They didn't go to anywhere. So why did they come they to, United. to United? So when they came to United, what did they do? Did they fall on their ass or were they great? They 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 elevated themselves. They were great. They elevated they themselves. Players, kids, Jesus. kids. What you're saying? What you're saying is your argument is is that these kids who grew up in United mm-hmm. came to United, and that somehow, some magical way, they were great. No, they were great. It was. It's a fact. It's a proven fact that they were great. So, again. I want you to give me the team. The Cristiano Ronaldo. That Ronaldo yeah. played on that was there were some scrubs. Name them. Give give any team that he played on. No, there's none. It's not. It, you can't do it. You cannot do it. And he's arguably the best player to ever play the game. It's no question. If he's not top two, then you're not watching football. You're just not. He's top one. He's my, he's, he's that's, the best and that's my whole point. Yeah. Great players want to play around and with other great players. That's a fact. Okay. Michael Jordan. That's why when people try to say LeBron and Michael, let me let me tell you something. There's a, a great stat where LeBron is like he has he averages like 30 points in game seven. Guess what? Michael Jordan never even got to a game seven. Dude. Don't once. Even, don't even. Don't even. You better not you better, once. You better watch so that, him out that I never. That, I never. I don't blaspheme against Michael, dude. My, so, my, so that's my, what I'm saying. When you brought up Michael, Michael needs to be left on his own mountain okay. by himself. No athlete will where ever I, touch. Where I brought up Michael is he grew his team. You know what I mean? It's it, you know Scotty Michael, Pippen, was Scottie Pippen really a top fifty player? Yes, absolutely. But this is the thing. Compared to now, compared to now, is Scotty Pippen top 50 player? Now. Yes. Is he? Yes, absolutely. Yes, Draymond absolutely. Green, you're talking no about question. Kevin Durant, all these, because he was a top 50 player in the early 2000s. You're saying he's still a top player now. With Tim no Duncan. Question, no question. But to, to your point, though, he was the only one. Dennis Rodman was a Hall of Famer before he showed up. No question. But what I'm saying is there were already three championships. I know. He was a star on a back-to-back championship piston. The worm I love, I mean, I I patterned my basketball game after fucking Dennis Rodman in high school because I was that Yeah, Dennis Rodman was a GOAT before he showed up. He had back-to-back championships with the Pistons before he showed up. But there was already already three championships before he showed up. So that's what I'm saying. There's no argument there. My argument with any person, anybody that watches sport, you name me a, a dynasty team or you name me a dog who's played football, and I'm talking about soccer for, for our soccer fans, you name me that dog and I, you will not find him around a bunch of scrubs. It doesn't happen in world football. It doesn't happen. Again, if you can find that team, 
you're going to be digging for years and years and years because the 11 players that are out there on that pitch is different. Totally different. Because when I pass the ball to you, Pastor Fred or, or McTominay, mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell you're going to do with it. Yeah. You might give it up and we might score a goal. And, and they score a goal. That's the only goal scored all game. I, it's different. It's bring, different. You bring up a very Kane, good point. When, you bring a very good point. So the Chelsea team this year that won Champions League sucked. Chelsea team that won Champions League back in 2012, bad. Porto team that beat Manchester United to win the Champions League back in 2005. Um... Obviously, the inter team that Jose Marino too in eleven. Uh, what else? How many more teams? I, um, I mean, that won Champions League. Um, I mean, because they're about teams or players. We're switching the conversation. No, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing up teams because you're bringing up teams. I just you said teams. I'm just bringing up teams that have scrubs. I, I'm winners. talking about name that player. Which team was that player on? I'm still talking about an individual talent mm-hmm. who we like, like you. I agree with you that Ronaldo is one of the greatest ever. Messi, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, uh, uh, Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldinho. Those guys have consistently, if you look at the prime of their career, they've consistently been around giants. That's why when people say, well, Pogba had Pirlo. Yes, he had Pirlo. Absolutely he did, as as he should have as a 19-year-old kid. He should have absolutely had him around him because that's what you do. How old was Pele when Pele played in the World Cup? 18, 17 years old. When you ask Pele, not even uh, pundits, ask Pele what it was like. And he will tell you, the players around me were so great, I didn't even have to do a lot. He says that. Look at the documentary on, on Netflix right now. He will tell you. And he's arguably one of the greatest football players to ever play. Great players have to have great players around them or it ain't going to happen. It ain't going to work. No. So the argument of team wanting to, I don't, you signed the contract. We suck. <laughs> we suck. And I'm out of here. You promised to bring in players and all you have is brought in the sun. I'm gone. I'm leaving. He said and- son is already in the team. No, 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 no. Son was already in the team. He, he re-signed his contract like last, the year before last. And re- Re-upping, re-upping to me. If I'm Kane, I go, okay, that's one. What else you got? Nothing. You got uh, trash this, everywhere. This, this you got trash this everywhere, and is, that's why we're not doing anything. This Kane argument has lasted a lot longer than we need to because obviously he's not coming to United, which Just, is great. For the players, man. Yeah. I'm always going to ride for the players. I know you are. I mean, I'm, I know. I don't even want to bring up college football. Through those owners, those billionaire owners are douchebags for the most part. They're all douchebags. So screw them. They're going to be billionaires. Most of this crap is a side hustle. They're they got something else going on, you know, somewhere else where they're making money. This is a game for the fans, the the people who we care about. I care about the players. That's 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 who I will always always defend. So that's always going to be my stance. Damn, dude, you're making me feel bad. You're making me sound like a capitalist, you know, which uh, you, you, you're making me sound like a Republican. You know, I think I, you make me sound like a Republican. On here. I don't think and you're either. I feel very bad now. Well, I know I know you're but I know you're neither one. I just think you're caught up in you. Again, you always look at the money as if it's real money and it ain't. 
That's the first mistake that you make. And then the second one is thinking that these owners are not multi-billionaires. They're fine. They're fine. They they sleep in money. If Kane paid for a Salford City, which Gary Nevin all in played, which they're not billionaires, and he signed a fucking contract, you know what I mean, for X amount of dollars, or to those lower-level teams that these, these cities incorporate, you would expect him to fulfill it Unless he has suitors to come buy him out, period. Where's the suitor? You where, know what I expect. Where, where's the fucking suitor? Where's Man City with their hundred million dollar bid? Show up to fucking practice and wait for Man City to come in for your hundred twenty million dollar bid. Because you know what our price tag, our price tag is, is one fifty. Man City, you want him because he has three year three has three years on. You want him? You want coming? Yeah. One fifty. Unless you want to sit home, hey. Bye. You know what? You know, and and teams like and teams like City are, you know, yes, they're billionaires. But how does that reflect on lower level teams? EC that those those people, those 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 owners, don't have billionaire money, and they can't afford Harry Kane, so they're not even in the conversation. It's just the principle of thing, boss. It's the principle of kids. You're gonna have fucking some low. Anyways, we I mean we we play. So much attention to Harry Kane. <laughs> oh, we went over like fucking 40 minutes on this bullshit. Anyways. Well, Next topic. A, you see, and you know what? I, I got to wrap it up here. Your boy, Luke Van Gaal, has uh, signed for a third term for uh, for the Netherlands as a coach. How do you feel about that? Well, Netherlands fans... <laughs> With all your all your great <laughs> talent. <laughs> Look forward to a boring, nothing Qatar World Cup where everyone's gonna go, they have this guy and they have that guy. And they, you ain't gonna win nothing. No. Van Hall's a great coach. Can't put it, can't put it aside from him being a great coach and 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 winning things, but they ain't gonna do nothing. I mean, I think it's great that they've got him in place, but I'm not gonna bank on them in in the next World Cup. I've got no faith in him at all. To win anything next year, so should, I think they'll qualify. So should we pour pour some of the block for Mister Levan Hall right now, Mister Boring? Ass? I, I always do because his <laughs> his dinosaur football. I feel so bad for the fans. I do. I'm not gonna lie. All right, Doherty fans, thank you for listening this week. Uh, we'll be back hopefully next week with uh, some good news coming up out of Everton. I know we didn't uh, we just briefly touched on that. But uh, let's see if we see some see some players. And hopefully we see Varane in a United jersey. You know, hopefully it's a number four. I think that's the jersey that, that's available. Uh, instead of number seven, like you see, right, that still has, I think, Cavani's on there, right? right? Hey, go to his Instagram page right now. Go to, go to Sancho's Instagram page. Guess what it says. What? Two plus, se- two plus five equals seven? <laughs> no, it's, it says Jade Sancho. And then underneath of it, it says number seven. Ah, Go to it. All right. It's it's true. (laughs) Not making it up. (laughs) That's a wrap, folks. And look at Diaz. Where you at? Stay